everybody, and welcome back to PandaCast. I am Rainbow Panda, and as promised in my last episode, I am joined once again this week by Spindash. Amir, Amir, I'm awake. We are doing our second annual WrestleMania predictions. All right, so two nights, Saturday, Sunday. The first night, seven matches on each show unless they put something else in on this Friday WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. What that means, I don't know. Probably most of it will be boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first night, I think that if there's going to be a pre-show match, this one will probably be the pre-show match. It is the tag team turmoil match, um, the winner. I feel like they're almost jacking Daniel Bryan's idea for the universal title. Um, the winner of this match will go on to face Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax on night two of WrestleMania. You have the teams of Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. So I honestly feel out of the four teams, two teams have kind of been more of a focal point. One on Raw, one on SmackDown. So Lana and Naomi, of course, on, on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalia and Tamina on SmackDown have been the focal point. The other two teams have really not even played a factor, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion. If you see Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, it's always a backstage thing. They're not wrestling. They're talking about how they deserve their time. And then the Riot Squad, which is legit the only true tag team out of mm-hmm. all four of them. But they were it, just kind of thrown into it. You haven't really yeah. seen them on TV in a while, at least right. in my memory. And, and I love the Riot Squad. I mm-hmm. love Liv Morgan. I love Ruby Riot. But I honestly feel they've really been hyping up Lana and Naomi more, and especially mm-hmm. the whole Lana going through tables every week. It's gonna be it's gonna be Lana and Naomi. They're the two that are gonna vie for it all night too, because that's one they've been showing prominently on Raw anyway. Has been yeah, Lana and I, Naomi. I find it interesting. I I read a thing um, earlier in the day about you know, we've, I think we've even talked about it, how the women's tag titles, they're kind of just sloppy and all over the place. There aren't Mm -hmm. women's teams or the ones that there are, they break up and then just make new teams that make no sense. I mean, we lost the Iconics last year after WrestleMania. And it, at one point it looked like this might be a five-way match with um, Carmella and Miss Resume. Billy Kay. (laughs) Billy Kay. But I guess that's not happening. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I guess but that's not happening. I admit I love Billy Kay right now. I love now. the resume. I think that when the Iconics were broken up, it was Peyton Royce that was supposed to go on to shine. But Billy Kay is just, I love her. I love the way she's doing it. Like, especially the Royal Rumble where she waited until, mm-hmm. you know, you know, to see if she could find someone to team with her. It was great. Um, so. But- yeah, so they broke up all of these teams that had names. You know, you had the Kukibuki Warriors, which mm-hmm. Kairi Sane left. That's that's fine. But, yeah. I mean, these women, even Natalia or even, like, Charlotte and Asuka, they didn't have, like, none of these teams have names. They're just the yeah. two individuals. I mean, Shayna and Nia don't even have a name, and they've been the champions yeah. for a few months now. Like, just based on these, the Riot Squad is really the only team yeah and it's and that's the thing is like with the they 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 really do take away those names i mean back in the day you had all you know you had the you had the the road warriors the smoking guns the godwins you know money Mm -hmm. inc every tag you know hollywood blondes you you had all these tag team names i mean the women tag teams really you had 
the only ones that you can really think of if you want to talk about women's tag teams that had a name were like the jumping bomb angels all the uh-huh. way back at like wrestlemania one um what the what were they the chick busters or something like that when it was beth phoenix and natalia were a team it's something like that yeah there's something like that um in the riot squad now you of course on nxt you have the and way then, as well I mean, you had you had the iconics fire and, the and desire iconics, fire and desire um kabuki warriors but so they have I mean, most of them are gone i mean even gone. whenever asuka and charlotte won they were going to call them like the 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 queens of tomorrow or something kind of taking the two yeah. nicknames of both but it, it didn't stick for some reason it, it didn't so that's why like and i feel like even with mandy rose and dana brooke like asuka kept calling them what was it the sexy muscles or she had like, like a that. name that was it sounded a lot better than that I mean, but even that would have been a good name for them i mean you take lana and, and naomi you could have the ravishing glow or something like that yeah. you know but i mean they're gonna win that's bar none in my book they're the ones that are gonna win this match yeah. um and go on tonight too it's gonna be a match that honestly i it's gonna be a short match i don't think there's gonna be a lot of interest in this one it's just the, the women's tag team championships don't mean anything and that's the sad part is they really do not mean anything i mean i'm happy to see that once again at wrestlemania every title is on the line but it just doesn't mean anything as far as the women's tag team championships yeah it's just it sucks like i was very excited when they introduced these titles and they really haven't done a lot with them i do think that it almost has to be lana and naomi but i feel like after this, it just needs to be done. Like the Lana, Shayna, Nia thing, it's kind of like overplayed a little bit at this point. Like after this, they need to, I want them to give Naomi a singles push, honestly. Yeah. Like I would have loved to have seen her facing Asuka or, I mean, I'm excited to see Rhea Ripley in that spot. Anyone but Charlotte, like been there seen that too many times need something new so yeah i think i agree if if for some reason it's not lana and naomi i hope it's the riot squad but we'll see i almost feel bad because i feel like tamina never really gets a push or is even present unless they need her for some random tag team thing or some women's battle royal that she's going to be in for like three seconds Mm -hmm. so i mean hopefully they start using those her better but I don't know, just just something needs to happen because the women's yeah. tag team, it just needs it needs to be revitalized. All right, and the next match we have from SmackDown, we have Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. This is one of those matches that I don't really care about. I think it could be interesting, but I feel like they've made such a point of talking about the Cesaro swing that it's just all going to be about the swing on commentary. They're just going to be talking about the swing or Rollins suit or something. This is a match that I think could steal the show if they give, if they're given the time and allowed to do what both men can do. Cause let's face Mm -hmm. it, Seth Rollins is good in the ring. Yeah. They're both very very talented. Cesaro, as everybody has said, is the, 
best wrestler to never win the world championship in WWE. Mm -hmm. He has been there for over a decade about. He has proven time and again that in that ring, he is one of the best bar none. Even when he was in NXT, he was one of the best bar none. Um, He has constantly, you know, they put single title on him. He doesn't get a long run with it. They put him in probably in my, one of my favorite tag teams, mm-hmm. the bar. The bar was one Sheamus. of the best. Um, they were, you know, they were one of the best tag teams out there. Great entrance too. Love their fucking entrance. Mm-hmm. Then they just decide to break him up. Cesaro then goes with Nakamura, which was okay for a while. But Cesaro, anytime he's in that ring, he even swing or not, the swing, yes, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick thing. It doesn't do anything. It's just a gimmick. I mean, it is entertaining. But, I just feel like they've put in so much attention yeah. on it that I'm just like, there, he does so much more than just the swing. Like, he, him and Rollins both are extremely talented. Cesaro, I hope that regardless, win or lose for this match, this starts him getting a push and then maybe next year at wrestlemania or at SummerSlam, we get cesaro in a title match because he deserves it 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 needs to happen at some point i mean has he even had the the opportunity i can't remember specifically him even having a title match it's probably happened i just cannot remember it like a like a like a a, a title title match yes. like for Universal. I think he might have at once once or twice, but nothing like on like a pay per view. It might have like, been just like on a Raw. Like two years ago, we had Kofi Mania. Like I need Cesaro Mania. Like we do. I mean, he's been he's the Swiss Superman, and he's been through so many changes. It's he kind of he's kind of in that same realm as Rusev, where mm-hmm. he is one of the best you've got but you don't use him the way you should because you're too busy with the flash and pop of the other of, of others who are not as good in that ring. And that's where understanding character has to be over. Um, but then you would, you know, Cesaro right now is kind of in that kind of like that bad news Brown situation where he's solid in the ring. Mm-hmm. Anybody can have a match with him and it's, and it will be a great match. He's just, they never pushed him to that title that he could honestly, I think he could run with it. I think if they mm-hmm. gave him the title, he could roll with it. The sad part is he's SmackDown now. You mm-hmm. now Cesaro against say like Bobby Lashley, two powerhouses, two big hosses. That could be interesting because not only is Cesaro powerful, he's agile. Mm-hmm. Put that up against you know like a Lashley or or a um, McIntyre. That'd be great. Um, I mean, that could even set up for another Cesaro Sheamus, which yes. eventually then led to us getting the bar to begin with. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping Cesaro picks up the win here. I don't think I re- honestly Rollins doesn't need it. No. At this point, Rollins can lose, and he's still over. He still went. He's still a top star. Give it to Cesaro. Let him kind of use that momentum to push him forward. And then start going off on his own. Um, and that's if Vince allows it. If that's if Pritchard allows it. And that's what I hate is it seems like you got these two guys that are kind of out of touch, running Raw and SmackDown, and they're not utilizing the stars that they have. You look at NXT, NXT stars are utilized. 
Mm-hmm. There, I mean, even Leon Ruff getting, you know, a short run with the American, yeah. with the North American Championship to further other stories. Cesaro needs the push. It's long overdue for a guy that's been dedicated, a guy that when you said stop your Twitches, he stopped streaming on Twitch. He has been a company guy. Otherwise, Cesaro could be all elite. Mm-hmm. And Cesaro is one of those guys, if you listen to people talk in the locker room about, you know, good guys behind the curtain, like Cesaro is one of those, like, guys, he's there, he is, has an incredible sense of humor, can make you laugh, you know, is also, like, making sure people are on time for stuff, isn't going out and partying, being, being disrespectful and, like, mm-hmm. being annoying. Like, he's done everything that he needs to do. I mean, the man speaks five languages. Let's bring he's- that back bring that back and plus he's been around the block since the early 2000s Claudio he might speak six languages now we don't know it's been like 10 years i mean he was in ring of honor he was in chikara he was with you know he was with you know in the in the kings of wrestling stable mm-hmm. you know he is legit one of the best in the world utilize him utilize yeah. him and i don't think wwe has ever truly utilized him the way they should I think it would be interesting. I don't, I still don't have my mind completely made up about the three way um, universal title match, but I could definitely see, like, if Daniel Bryan were to win, I would love to see a Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro yeah, for the title. That, that would be, be really good. I think Roman versus Cesaro could be good as well. I don't really have a desire to see Edge versus Cesaro. Um, uh, like, I think out of the three of them, Daniel would give him the best yeah. match. Roman. Now, don't get me wrong. Roman can put on some good matches, but at the same time, he is kind of like the John Cena. He's got the five moves of death, and Jay and Uso, that's, <laughs> and that's and, and a Jay Uso. You know, that's about it. But an Edge, love Edge. Always been an Edge fan ever since the day he debuted. But this is a Batista thing. They brought him back. He won the Royal Rumble. And now there's Daniel Bryan. And yeah. I'll talk about that more when we get to that match. Yeah, because I have thoughts. So, but Cesaro for the win. I can agree with that. And Seth, I don't know. I've been, you know, you always hear rumors around WrestleMania. Who's going to make a shocking return? Who's going to come back? Who's going to do something crazy? Becky. People, Becky, people keep Becky. saying Becky. I keep hearing Becky and Ronda are both going to come back at WrestleMania. I don't know. I, I don't know about Ronda. It seems like no, but who knows? The best here's the thing. Here's how Ronda should come back. I'm gonna put this out there: is night two, Shayna and Nia need to lose the belts. Yes. Shayna turns on Nia, or Nia turns on Shayna. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nia starts beating the crap out of Shayna. Out comes Ronda. Jessamine Duke yes. and Marina Shafir. I need that. They come down and they start beating the living shit out of Nia Jax. All and then that could be when you get Becky, Charlotte, yeah. Bailey, and Sasha. Yeah. Four horsemen then, versus four horsewomen. Which they've been wanting for years. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do it because Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir have been in NXT for too long. I just need more Jessamine Duke in my life because I love her. Like I, I need her Jessamine to pee on my screen somehow. Whether it's NXT, Jessamine WWE, anything. Like I need. And I, I mean, Marina so Shafir, that's Mrs. Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. So you know, you you've got a great team there if you utilize it. Now that's if Ronda wants to come back. You know, yeah. it's all about. I've heard Ronda. I've heard multiple things. I know. I still don't know, you know, rumors are rumors. Rumor was she was supposed to come back, I think, last year at Mania, but because it, a picture got leaked, they're like, nope, 
not doing yeah. it. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, but I mean, Becky could come back for any of the women's content. She could also, though, make an appearance for the Seth Rollins match, even if it is just being at ringside, not not like at like around, because they're having people at. I keep wanting to call it the Thunderdome at the stadium. Mm. But I'm guessing that they might do something similar to what AEW is doing, where they're filling the top tiers, but around yeah. the ring in the first rows. I, I envision that being staff. It should be. So, like you know, you could have Becky there and it wouldn't look out of place. People will yeah. get to see her, know she's still alive and doing well. Something like that. That could also be where you have your like celebrity appearances that don't really mean anything but it's good for camera time yeah um and then i think i know nxt the people they have in their area i don't know if all of them are like performance center talent or if some of them are actually fans because there's no like social distancing it makes yeah. me think that they are all performance center i know i've spotted um blake christian who's one of my favorite indie wrestlers that recently got signed a few times so i'm excited for him to finally debut on nxt but I, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what they do. Because it would be so weird for them to have fans, like, up where you can't see them. But, like, around the ring is just, like, crickets. Like, I yeah. need, give me something. Please don't let give it be something. screens. I'm kind of tired of screens, honestly. Unless, unless one of the screens is Kenny Omega watching the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, G4 is looking for a co-host for Xavier Woods. If that would be another way to get the Forbidden Door a little oh, bit more open. You put Kenny, Kenny Omega... Omega Versus with Wood with with Austin Creed. I'm sorry, I forgot. Austin outside Creed. of outside of yeah. the television, Austin he's Creed. Austin Creed, and somehow he is one of the few exceptions to the platform rules of WWE. So Cesaro gave up his Twitch, but Austin Creed still has everything, including trunks that promote his G4 show. But that is not the point. All right, the next match is the match that I really do not care at all about the storyline. They could just cancel the match, and I would probably not even notice. It is the match between Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. It is a, a steel cage match. Who which, cares? First of all, obviously Braun Strowman has never watched a steel cage match. If he thinks that having a steel cage means that the person has to stay inside the ring, not how it works, bro. I'm sorry to tell you. That's just not how it works. Because, I mean, I mean, Braun, a few WrestleManias ago, Hell in the Cell with freaking Undertaker and Shane, it did not stay in the fucking cell, okay? Yeah, it's, it's not just... going to with Shane because in, with Shane, he's got to take a dive off of something high. It's got to be through a table. There's going to be all sorts of stuff. Here's the thing that pisses me off. He has to do a coast-to-coast coast with, like... Yeah. Shane's what? Shane's in his mid to late 40s now? Mm-hmm right he, he's somewhere in there like mid 40s yeah. right um and he's going up against braun Strowman, who they have booked for years as a monster he is a beast he can beat you down now over the last couple months they have really dropped the ball on braun mm -hmm. he has not been winning he has not been this unbeatable machine he's not been the feat of strength that he was he's losing like all over the place and then you have this whole thing with Shane man, where he comes back out of nowhere and all he's basically doing is schoolyard bullying Braun. You're you're dumb, you're stupid. It, why Which, is like it... where did that even come from? Like it, yeah. it just the whole thing makes no sense. 
I mean, if they were trying to tie it back to Raw Underground when Braun fought on Raw Underground, they should have done a better job of it, but they haven't. It's okay. just like, oh, well, here's Shane. There's, when, when we haven't seen Stephanie in forever, we haven't seen Vince in forever, this, the whole authority has been gone. There's been no authority figures anywhere except for not general manager Adam Pierce. Uh, and now you have him in a steel cage match against Braun Strowman where the whole buildup is stupid as hell. And if Braun loses to Shane McMahon, what does that fucking... That's basically the burial of burials right there. Uh-huh. That's kind of like when, you know, we, you couldn't have Shane you know, beat The Undertaker. Shane lost to AJ, I think. Yes, AJ beat Shane that, that one year. Uh-huh. Now you have him against... Like, like, is it like, okay, Undertaker's out, now we have to make sure Shane has a match every fucking WrestleMania? No. Shane doesn't need it. We don't want to see Shane. It's going to be the same thing. Jumping around, freaking his little dive, coast to coast. You know what? Braun, pick him up, slam him through the mat. Five-second match. Not even half a star. And it's just not even something that needs to happen. Like, Braun, he loses. He lost to Shane McMahon. Where does he go from there? He wins. Big whoop, you beat Shane McMahon. You go nowhere. It does nothing for you. It does nothing for you. Like, it's I like guess it gives you WrestleMania time, but. It's like when he won the tag team titles with that kid. It doesn't mean Jack. Yeah. It really doesn't. I mean, at least that so, gave the kid a cool memory. This is just like, yeah. okay, Braun, so, like, where, do, like, so, is this somehow how they set up, like, are the Fiend and Alexa Bliss going to come and res- recruit him and we're going to get the zombie Wyatt family back together like I just don't like I don't know I don't care you know is is Elias gonna get involved I would rather see Jackson Riker versus Braun Mm. like that would make slightly more sense I mean at least give me almost versus fucking Braun I mean give me two and that's like another thing like Raw Underground it just kind of ended like yeah. No notice, no like series finale. You know, it ended. Then all of a sudden, almost is with AJ. He's not friends with Shane anymore, even though they're like buds. And it just, I feel like almost versus Braun would have been better. I would have rather seen like almost versus Braun and then AJ and Shane versus New Day. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's. I don't care about this match, and 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 the next one is AJ and Almost versus mm-hmm. the New Day, which once again it's like you have the one of the best wrestlers in the world, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. who even at his age, in his early forties, late thirties, early forties, can still go. He is still the phenomenal one. Yet you have him against the New Day, which you have put the titles on again. You took it off the Hurt Locker, put him on the New Day again. Like, there is no other tag team that can win a title other than the New Day, yeah. which makes no sense to me. Um, and now you have him against Almost and AJ, which Almost is a fucking seven feet tall monster, and he's going to squash him. I mean, I like. It's like I'm watching Great Khali in every single match. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to watch the Great Khali. It's like almost is, you know, we haven't seen his, his in-ring debut. His first match is in WrestleMania. But I feel right. like the problem with, you know, he is, there's big men. And then there's like, just like men that 
it's going to be so hard to find someone to go against them because it has to be believable in some way. It's like you can't put like Marco Stunt against Andre the Giant because it just doesn't like there's no way it would ever work. And like we're right. almost like if he I like that they are kind of saying, you know, while the New Day shouldn't necessarily be the champions, I did first of all, I loved Xavier playing AJ's impact theme on Francesca. That was, I've watched it millions of times. I loved it. But besides that, it is very evident, you know, if they lose, if AJ and almost lose, it probably will be AJ getting pinned, which is then once again, one of the best pro wrestlers, you know, of our gener of this generation, who probably has like a handful of WrestleMania moments, if that left, he lost to the undertaker last year. Like yeah. he needs a legitimate like WrestleMania moment. He does, because... And I just think that this isn't it for him. It, it's not. like the, the AJ could have had his moment if they would have allowed him and Nakamura to have the match that we knew they could do years mm -hmm. ago. We, we all know AJ versus Nakamura on paper, and if, if, if this was like a Wrestle Kingdom, not WrestleMania, but if it was Wrestle Kingdom, those two would have tore down the Tokyo Dome. It would have been a match of the night. It would have been a five-star from Meltzer. Mm-hmm. You know, but considering it's WWE and they can have on the main roster, you can have these dream matches that are going to be amazing and they botch them. Mm -hmm. they, they don't give them the time or, or what they need. Now, if it was NXT, yes, they, they probably would have had the matches of all matches. I mean, take a look mm -hmm. at Nakamura and Sami Zayn when Nakamura debuted. His first match in WWE against Sami Zayn and it was that match was amazing. Mm -hmm. that, that was, that's a match you can go back today. And that's like, a, that's a match you show new trainees yeah. at the performance center saying, this is the level you want to get to. I would love to see AJ versus Balor also. AJ and Balor would be amazing, especially because you know, the history there playoff mm -hmm. as they were both leaders of the bullet club. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what, that's what I hate about this is where AEW and impact are doing it right. Where they are, they know they they are acknowledging the Bullet Club. They're 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 using them, all the members who have ever been members of the Bullet Club that they have on contract, mm -hmm. using them the right way. The Good Brothers, the the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Whereas the WWE, they tried so many times, and one you know just switching out the leader, you know AJ and the Good Brothers, or then it was Balor and the Good Brothers. They never formed that super group that they that they needed that they could have used like an evolution okay. or yeah. something like that i think the closest so, they've gotten was undisputed era and nxt which, which even now what was the point of breaking up the undisputed era mm -mm. legit what was the point of breaking up the 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 one faction that was dominant you know all because what kyle o'reilly got a couple title shots okay you know what that's a, he gets, fine but bobby fish hasn't even been around yeah that was like and what i Robert said on the last on my predictions cast i was like so o'reilly versus cole it's gonna be a great match they've had great matches in the past they're great against each other they're great as a tag team they're just they have chemistry no matter what they yeah. do together but you have roddy strong that apparently has walked out because he's confused with his life and then fish hasn't even been around like does he even know that there's no more ue is he gonna come back and be like yo where's all my friends like where what happened like it just yeah, it doesn't make sense you know balor 
I don't know that, you know, the, the claim that Balor was being initiated into Undisputed Era, I don't think that was a thing. I think, I don't know, Balor is definitely a lone wolf. And I would, I would love to see, I mean, Balor, they have been using him very well in NXT. I think that he's gotten more chances in NXT than he got in WWE. I really like that. I would still like to see him have some matches against some people in WWE. I would love to see a Balor versus AJ. I'd love to see Balor versus Nakamura. Nakamura is another one of those guys that I feel like he just isn't being used right in WWE because they just don't, it's like they want him to be a regular wrestler, not the king of strong style that they hype him up to be. 100% exact. And, And that's how I feel on all of this. And like, I'm I'm going to give it to AJ and Omos on this match just because of Omos. I think that's going to be the, you know, the clincher of this. I just but don't know where they go from there, though. Like, it does, who do they... Yeah, it doesn't... They, they, they go and they lose them to the New Day, like, a two weeks later. That's what... So that's then there can be a 12 be. time. It just... Uh... It makes no sense because it's the same way as, oh, we're going to put the title on John Cena for, like, two weeks because we want him to be 16 time in Ty Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. That's all this is, you know, that is all this fucking is. And I'm tired. I'm, I'm sorry. I love Kofi Kingston. Xavier Woods is hit or miss with me. Cause like I said, I hate people that get so high up on the nerd ladder that all of a sudden they're like the king of the nerds. And mm-hmm. I feel that's kind of where he's kind of gone is, you know, it's kind of my whole thing where I also hate Chris Hardwick with a passion yeah. is who made him king of the nerds, you know, uh, uh Xavier Woods is not king of the nerds, sure. He's good at fighting games, but no, there's a lot more than just fighting games. Um, so I, I don't I'm I'm sorry. They the hurt business versus New Day would be a better match. Yeah. It would in be in my personal opinion. Sure. Benjamin and, 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 and Cedric Alexander would have been a better match. That's all I gotta say on this one. Yeah, I I really don't know who I think is going to win here. I feel like either way, it's just going to, you know, is this... I feel like if New Day wins, AJ and almost will probably split. And if they split, then what was the point of them even being together? I don't know. So yeah. it almost makes them have to be the ones that win. But then I don't know where they go from there because it seems like they're breaking up everything. So yeah. I, I don't know. But... It's sort of one of those matches that I don't necessarily care about as much. I'm not as invested. I'm more invested in seeing. And and then it, the spectacle will probably be more about what is New Day going to wear? You know, last year they came out with their, was their, their what's like video game where they induced in. Oh, Gears in of Trined War. In. Yeah, they did that. And then they did some like Mortal Kombat stuff, I think, in the last few weeks. So it's like, what are you going to yeah. come out with? Like. That's basically all they're doing this for is they probably have some sort of gear sponsorship that they have to be in. So they gave them the titles and now they're going to wrestle. I would like to see AJ and almost prove at least that they can be a team. Yeah. Um, And we'll see where it goes from there. The next match, I, I feel like I am more excited for it than you are. Obviously, very much so. Said that you do not care about it, and I care about it a little bit. Um, it, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest, or er, and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Here's which, my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. Because we know Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to win. Yeah. 
We already know it. It's pre. You want to say wrestling's predetermined? This is as predetermined as it gets. Anytime there's a celebrity in a match, a celebrity's gonna win. I mean, Snooki I mean, won at WrestleMania. Snooki, exactly. With John Morrison, you know? right? Or was John Morrison the opponent? Was it no, Snooki and Morrison, Cena? I think. No, I think no, no. Snooki was with John Morrison. That's I what I thought. Say. I was um, there. That happened in Atlanta. Like I was there. I was just like, I'm, I'm in the same room with Snooki. Like, what does my life become right now? Like, I guess the, here's the thing for me. I had never heard of Bad Bunny before. You know, he debuted in the WWE when he showed up. I, I, I heard never of his Booker T song because it it was trending on Twitter whenever it came out because I think the world was like Bad Bunny. I guess you know Bad Bunny is a big deal in in other countries and in a genre of music that I don't personally listen to. So I yeah. don't really know of him. That's what I remember. Um, That's where I'm at. But whenever Booker T came out, I do remember it trending on Twitter because, you know, Booker T, he's a wrestler. And and I did like that he was in, in the his G.I. Bro outfit. That he yeah. I liked, I liked the performance at WrestleMania. I liked that Booker T came out and was like just standing there the whole time. Yeah. It, it, that was or the Royal fine. Rumble. I don't mind musical performances. I'm very no. excited for um, Rhea Ripley to be sung to the ring, <laughs> yeah. to brutality, actually. But I, I don't know. Bad Bunny. I have a thing for bunnies, obviously. Of course. So I like the, he's the- cool. I thought that kind of like I get what they're trying to do. I mean, they gave him the 24/7 championship for a while. He took that, you know, to performances. He he brought it on SNL with him. You know, it would have been cool, I guess, if he would have taken it to the Grammys. But, I mean, WWE, I think, did benefit from this because you yeah. do – I have heard a lot about, you know, just how big he is in other countries and how big of a deal it is, which is something that I don't realize because I'm not there. But it's, it's still so a thing weird, of – it's going to – before they even announce the match – I mean, I've been saying since – it was obvious that he was going to be at WrestleMania. Okay, this is going to be a tag match between Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Buddy. And then they market it as a singles match up until this week. Yeah. And it's just like, it, there's no reason for that. So, one, my issues are this, is I have no problem with celebrities. I mean, we've the, WrestleMania has always been about celebrities. Mm-hmm. All the way back to number one. It's always been about celebrities. You know, Cindy Lauper and all that. Mm-hmm. But here, here's my thing is one, Miz and Morrison against Bad Bunny, who's not a trained wrestler. He's, he's, he's a hip-hop artist. Them go- having to sell to him, to me, is very unrealistic. Like, they're supposed to be these big, bad wrestlers, yet they're going to sell to this guy who's legit. He's a, he's a skinny mm-hmm. little dude. But they're going to sell. Miz was they're... just the WWE champion. The exactly. highest champion in the company. The first ever two-time Grand Slam champion. Yeah. So to have him sell to this this hip-hop artist. And I, now, it's different, say, uh, Cody Rhodes selling to Shaq. Because Shaq is a huge motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And even though he's older, Shaq still has muscle masking. And one punch could probably knock you out. Yeah. This is bad bunny. Okay? Two... You got probably the two two of the best workers in the business, Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what's been going on with Morrison and his Karen hairdos lately. <laughs> I you think know? Taya is in, in influencing. Yeah, him. Taya is really influencing it now that she's. Or I guess I guess Frankie. 
as she's going to be called starting on April 17th or 12th yes. or whatever day. I still wish she would just be Taya Valkyrie. I know. You know. And then have Johnny Bravo show up. But uh, Damian Priest is going to do the legwork on that team. We know Damian Priest is going to do mm-hmm. legwork. And Damian Priest is amazing. He's a darn good wrestler. Fantastic matches. I, we just know it's going to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to win. And that's what's going to happen. It, mm-hmm. it's, you're going to have Bad Bunny do a couple high spots. Yeah, and it's it's like Bad Bunny has said, like, I think he even had said this before, like, whenever the Booker T song was getting pressed, that he was interested in working with the WWE and in, and in being a wrestler. So it's like, all right, is he going to try and do more than this? Like, are we going to be seeing more of him? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if he's doing the work, but at the same time, like, I just don't, you know, the people that are on the show right now don't have enough time. I don't want bad bunny taking up time of people who have like you know busted their asses exactly. to get to get a spot in this company like bad bunny you know the world is opening up he's going to be going on tour and shooting that he's on the poster and, yeah on the wrestlemania when have you ever had a celebrity on the poster other than donald trump yeah you know so you you know I, you're invested with with Morrison and Miz. I love those two, but to me, a match that I already know. It's yeah, not, you I mean, know, you what, know, you know, Bad you know Bunny and Damian Priest are gonna win. Like they're yeah. that's just how it goes. The celebrities. Now I would now I think it still would have been better if it was Bad Bunny and Our Truth. That would be good. God damn it! Our Truth is like the the golden. Our Truth is like the one thing in WWE that I look forward to like every goddamn week. I love fucking R Truth. I loved it when he came out on 316 Day and he had like the Stone Cold. That's how he got the 24 7 title back because he was giving like all the gifts to Bad Bunny. It's hard to think that he's been with the company over a decade now. Mm-hmm. He's when, been around think, for a long time. When you, when you, I still remember back, you know, when he was in Impact, when he was in TNA for so long. He was one of the TNA originals after he left the WWE the first time. So it, it's, it's so interesting that he's been there that long. He's had he's been holding this this gimmick that he's doing now for god so many years mm-hmm. you know i, I just love it and but he's like the, the like 70 time 24 7 champion at this point yeah like and he, there has to be it's the r-truth it's the r-truth title right now that's what there they has just to be it. a title change for the 27 24 7 title at wrestlemania yeah I, Based on, I mean, we still have SmackDown on Friday, so I'm sure that a little bit more will be explained, but we'll talk about this in the second half of this podcast, but there is another celebrity they've just kind of thrown, celebrity, in quotations for those yeah, listening. quotations. Um, that has just been randomly thrown into this very last minute. It doesn't really make any sense. Um, but he's on the the graphics. Maybe he'll end up being on the final poster by the time this is over. But Logan Paul is going to be at WrestleMania. And I don't really know what he's going to do. So maybe he'll win the 24-7 champion. And I don't, I don't know. And then our truth wins it back. And then he'll be a 52-time. Yeah. Because he's currently his 7-11-24-7 champion. Because he's he is he's in his fifty first reign right now. Mm-hmm. 
51 reigns as the freaking 24-7 champion. So maybe the 24-7 title will interrupt the tag match too. I mean, that happens sometimes. You know, you just have a bunch of guys rush, rush through the ring. So maybe we'll have, that'll happen here. And then we have the, I'm going to call them co-main events for right now. You don't really know mm-hmm. which one is going to be. The women, I think, are being petitioned on social media just because it would be the first time that two black women have headlined, you know, WrestleMania for a night yeah. or in general. Um, but to start with the men for the WWE championship, you have Bobby Lashley with MVP mm-hmm. versus Drew McIntyre. Now, uh, last year, Drew won the title from Brock Lesnar in front of zero people. No screens, yes. no nothing. Yes. He got to have the greatest win of his career, but really nothing, you know, no fanfare that came along with that. Yes. Let alone it being the, the thing at WrestleMania. And then literally having to defend it 30 seconds later against Paul White. Yeah, no BS here. So, yes. Um, I, I am definitely rooting for McIntyre in this match. I think that it would be a good thing for both men. I mean, this is, you know, both men have waited over 15 years for their title runs. I think that it would be cool the first night, you know, first WrestleMania back with people for Lashley to walk in and have his moment walking into WrestleMania as the champion, but then also give Drew his moment of experiencing a win for the title with actual human flesh in Mm. the stadium to congratulate him and give him what he should have gotten last year. Right. So here's what's interesting is you have two guys that were originally WWE guys mm-hmm. and they were seen as the, the future of the company, Lashley and Drew McIntyre. I mean, Drew McIntyre was the hand-picked guy from, by Vince McMahon mm-hmm. back in the day. And Lashley, you know, he was the ECW champion. He was the guy that was in the battle of the billionaires against Umaga with Donald Trump and, and, mm-hmm. and Vince McMahon. They were the futures of the company. They both leave the company both end up in impact where mm-hmm. both became TNA world heavyweight champions, you know, as drew Galloway and as Bobby Lashley, they both became TNA champions. Didn't now drew win the title. Didn't Lashley win the title from drew. One of them won the title from the other, I believe. Uh, I might see. be wrong on that, but I think either that or, or Bobby won it from MVP. Let me pull this up here and see. List of... No, not NWA champions. I need... Because um, it's the TNA... The Impact World Championship. Trying to find the reigns. List of world champions. Here it is. Um, let's see here. Because it'd probably be down here somewhere. Lashley... Yes, so the first time Lashley won... The Impact Championship, it was from Drew Galloway. It was from yeah, Drew McIntyre. That's what I thought. So, yeah. So, um, it would be fitting, you know, that these two are now headlining to WrestleMania and for McIntyre to walk out. Because honestly, because of COVID, I have to say, even though he was champion for almost a year, Drew McIntyre's run as the champion has kind of been lackluster. It's basically you know, been Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, yeah. Randy Orton. Now, 
I was a, I was a huge vocal. I was very vocal that I think WrestleMania should have been McIntyre and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. That should have been the match. It was I, McIntyre yes, versus? It should have been. I think WWE really dropped the ball there by one putting them on Raw and then giving them I think Fastlane. Mm-hmm. But Sheamus and and McIntyre would have been an amazing main event, especially if Sheamus won. Give Sheamus that little bit of you know that WrestleMania moment more than I think broke kicking Daniel Bryan in like two seconds and yeah and winning. Um, I feel that this is going to be a culmination of the whole Hurt Locker storyline. Benjamin and and Cedric Alexander will play a part. Something's yeah. going to happen. Maybe they take out MVP. They cause something, which allows McIntyre to get the win. Um, I I find it interesting that they decided to break up the hurt business right now because the they were kind of working like retribution yes break them up they shouldn't have been a thing to begin with just garbage but the hurt business was sort of could have become you know one of those dominant factions in wwe which they're kind of lacking right now and very much so they have it tied the tat i mean they had all the gold you know all besides i mean mvp at one point even had the 21st in title so then they literally had like all the gold that they could have mm-hmm. and then they break it up drew mcintyre in his match with the tag team you know if, if they lose they're not allowed at ringside which they lost lashley then kicked them out it made me think, is all of this just a ploy saying they're no longer in the Hurt Business? You said the Hurt Business couldn't be ringside. They're not in the Hurt Business. And then they're going to come in, cost McIntyre the title somehow, and then rejoin. But I feel like that's not what's happening, which makes it kind of sad because I still think that this group should have done more. Yeah. Should have had more. It's going it's gonna to be one way or the other. In my personal opinion, it wouldn't be a bad, I mean, I could see what you're saying where they are, you know, Hurt Business could be at ringside, they're no longer a member of the Hurt Business, and then they actually are, then there'd be like a whole schmoz thing. Because they've done something like that in the past, where like they broke yeah. up a group because the group wasn't allowed, and then afterwards it's like, oh, well, we, we, we had to do it because we weren't allowed. Yeah. Um, but you still have but- MVP at ringside, so I mean, he'll be... a in one way or another. Also, it was weird having Baron Corbin just kind of thrown into the mix the last couple of weeks, especially when he's on SmackDown. So I'm yeah, just like, what's going on? I, if, to me, Corbin is one of the biggest botches of the last couple of years is when he was the lone wolf, I liked Corbin as mm-hmm. the lone wolf. Yeah. When he was just beating people. When he became, you know, when he became Constable Corbin, and was part of the authority figures and all that. That's when he went downhill. Then yeah. he is his king of the ring win and being King Corbin. The only one that's taken that King thing and kind of ran with it and made something of it was Booker T because he played it so over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he made that thing so hokey that it worked Corbin. It doesn't. It, it's like he's trying to be Game of Thrones. and it's Yeah, just it's not very working. Game of Thrones. I'm just like, can we just have another King of the Ring tournament, please, so that he's no longer the king? Yeah. Can we demote yeah, him back you know, down to the Baron and that his he deserves? Of the lone, you know, his Knights of the Lone Wolf 
that were you know there for like a day yeah doesn't make any sense um i'm gonna go with mcintyre i think they're gonna put it back on him especially being in front of a crowd give him that little pop i hope so i really want seamus comes out of nowhere and broke kicks the living shit out of him and then maybe that sets up seamus and mcintyre for money in the bank which could be good. I think yes. is the next pay per view after WrestleMania. So I believe so. I would like to see that. I I think that it will be a good match. Hopefully, I think as long as there aren't a lot of interferences and stuff, this is one of those matches that it could be really good or it could just be really like I'm over it with it. Sometimes you just want to see a good, clean, like match. And as long as that's yeah. what we have here, I think that it will be good. Once you start getting yeah. the interferences and the like distracting the referee and all of that, that's when I'm just like, I'm over this. Like I no longer care. Yeah. I think we're going to get enough of that from some of the other matches that I don't, I don't want that, especially in the title match. It's just not, not what I want. Agreed. And then for what I'm going to consider the main event of the night, you have the WrestleMania winner, Bianca Belair, versus the boss, Sasha Banks. The Royal the Rumble Smackdown, winner. Or, yeah. Yeah, you said the WrestleMania. Which, <laughs> I'm predicting she is going to be the Royal I, Yeah, I, I think, yes, the, the Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair, versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown title. I think that Bianca, it's her time. I think I'm glad they finally gave Sasha an actual run, not yep. just a you drop it at your first defense. They gave her an actual run. She did well. But, I mean, Bianca Belair is here to put the EST in WrestleMania, and it it's going to happen. So, I've gone on record on this very show before and saying I have a huge crush on Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I think she is gorgeous. She's amazing. I love everything about Sasha Banks. Um, ever since NXT, I've loved Sasha Banks. Um. I, the one thing I hate, and this is on both sides, this is both the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship, is both builds, and they did that, not, I don't think it was this week, but maybe the week before, where the challengers at WrestleMania mm-hmm. team up in a tag team to go against the tag team champions. Yeah. Uh, I don't they know did if it they... with Banks and Bella, or yeah, Banks and Bella did it at Fastlane or whatever the last pay per view yeah. was, and then they had Ripley and Oscar on yeah. Raw this last yeah. Monday. So yesterday. I hate that. I hate that because here's my thing, and and this goes this goes for it is when you have them win the t- or go against for the tag the women's tag championships. To me, it kind of decreases the meaning of them being the women's champion, the number one woman in the division. Mm-hmm. They did it with Bailey and, and Sasha. Now that did lead to, you know, it, Bailey versus Sasha. That yeah. worked. And that kind of worked with their gimmick. You know, they're very yeah. much like, you know, we're we have we're the best in everything and you know, the first two time women women's champions. But you can't do that with every team. Like not every team. We don't need Asuka to be both champions. Like we don't yeah. need two belts on uh-huh. every person in the company. Now Given the give, they're given the time. This is going to be a uh, this is going to be one of those matches that I think could steal the show, because mm-hmm. both are very good workers. Sasha can go. We know she can go. Bel Air can go. They are. She's strong. She's fast. She's she's the fastest. She's the strongest. But she is. You know, Sasha is the boss. Just keep Michael Cole away from freaking commentary, because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be boss time. I do not want. But it to I also be boss don't time. want King on commentary. No. Let's Give just have somebody, like Samoa no. Joe do this. Just, match. just, just Joe. Joe's and bring the, back Moro Real. <laughs> you, you know what? 
Give me Joey Styles for one night. Just give me Joey Styles because I love me some Joey Styles. I always have like Joey Styles. But yeah, give me Joe. Just just Joe. Um, but this is going to be a great match. I think there's going to be a lot of they're going to be trying to one up each other. Mm-hmm. They've tagged together, and that's where they really should play that into the matches. They've tagged together. They know each other very well. Um, their promos have not been the best. Their promos have been cookie cutter and very yeah. much the same week in and week out with these two. Let them tell a story in the ring, but do it in a way to where one Bel Air wins. It's her mm-hmm. time. It is now the EST era, but also do it in a way where Sasha doesn't look bad. Yeah. That she's strong in defeat, you know, cause we always, cause we know there's going to be a rematch. They're gonna mm-hmm. go. They're gonna rematch, but give it to where Sasha looks good in defeat, but Belair is is the EST, and it's gonna be amazing. And it is time for new blood to hold these titles. It is time for new people to win the titles. It's yeah. the same old over and over. It, it's done. Now I'm gonna go back on what I just said when we talk about the Raw women's match because I have a different feeling about the Raw women's match. As far as SmackDown goes, and especially with SmackDown over the last year, been nothing but Sasha and Bailey for that mm-hmm. title. No one really else has been in the picture, really, except for Carmella. And that, to me, that just felt throwaway. Yeah. This is this is time for a new blood. And I do hope. I think they're done with this angle now, hopefully. But I hope that there is no Reginald, no Reginald. outside interference, no nothing. This is just Sasha and Bianca having a match, getting their time, and ending with Bianca. I want to see the video of her parents flipping over couches and all of that. I want Montez Ford to come out, mm-hmm. have his moment with his wife, and and let her have her, her WrestleMania moment. Exactly. So that concludes night one, as long as nothing gets added. You know, it does say at the bottom, asterisks, card subject to change. to change. So maybe maybe Adam Pierce is going to win the SmackDown Women's title. We don't know. No, it's going to be Goldberg. Goldberg's going to come back. Yeah. Or actually, you know what? It, something's going to happen, and, and Matt Hardy is going to come. Because remember, he wins a tag team championship every April. Every mm-hmm. April, he wins one. So Matt Hardy's going to come and win. And he's he can a, his- he can make his own money now. So he yeah. needs to get back all the money that he lost from Hangman. Exactly. Um, negative one no. is going to win. Negative one, Brody Jr. is going to come out. With number 10. Yes. With number 10. Him and number 10 are going to win. I would love that. I would love this. That, see, oh, see, now that would be good is if The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, The Dark Order came out. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That's my fantasy. It's just booking. the forbidden door just needs to be open just a little bit. Just do it when Anna J is freaking healthy so Anna J can be there. Yeah, I, the, but the, I still want orders. Maki Ito. <laughs> It's, and I need I need Ty Conti. I yeah. definitely need some Ty Conti because you know she beat she beat freaking you know Nyla Rose. So, mm-hmm. but all right, night two. Night two. We have I don't know which one of these would be the pre-show match. The first Probably match the- listed I don't really want to be the pre-show match, and that is the winner of the women's tag team turmoil which we have predicted to be lana and naomi, naomi. facing nia Jax and Shayna baszler with reginald, with reginald for the tag team the women's tag team titles this is where it's gonna this is where like i said i think that they're gonna lose Shayna and Nia are gonna lose to whoever is it gonna begin some and this is where reginald's gonna play a part in that loss 
which mm-hmm. that's where I think it's going to be because it's been Naya has this thing for Reginald and Reginald has mm-hmm. this thing for Naya. They're going to lose. Shayna's going to go crazy on Reginald. Naya's going to attack Shayna. Then bada bing, bada boom. Here come the four horsewomen. And that's how it's going to end. That's what I want to see. It's also interesting with Reginald because he started with Carmella and then he started having some weird interest in Sasha, Sasha. Banks while also kind of being with Naya. And so I'm like, is this whole thing just a thing where Reginald is just mulling his way around and he's actually is loyal to Carmella and somehow this is going to play out in a bigger picture? Also, or is he Reginald, just a man whore? Reginald seems to be the only man who is allowed to wrestle with women in the company besides Robert Stone um, in NXT. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what Reginald's endgame is here, but I do want to see Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler have the titles taken off of them. So whichever team wins the the tag team turmoil, I want them to win. I'm guessing it's going to be Shane or Naomi and Lana. Yeah. Now Lana, unfortunately, does not have Rusev there. There will be no sex and tanks happening at this WrestleMania. Which sucks. Um, and so... Because remember, be remember what Miro said, never have your wife with you at ringside. Mm-hmm. That's what Miro said. Never, never let your wife be at ringside. So, he is the best man. And it's, it is Rusev Day. It's always Rusev Day. Even, even with Rusev not on the card, this day is Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day. So... Yes, I want to see Jessamine Duke at WrestleMania. <laughs> that's just, that's all this gets me is just more Jessamine Duke, and that's just all I want. That's all you need. That's so all you need. need. Um, so the next match, to me, this could almost be the pre-show just because I don't care about Riddle. I give, I used to love Riddle. I used to love him so much, and then I just do not care about him at all anymore. So... I don't care. I have never cared about Riddle, even when he debuted, because to me, to me, Riddle is the Kristen Stewart of of WWE, and what I mean by that is, it looks like he hit the bong so hard before you see him. Mm-hmm. Like he, his eyes are always looks like he's stoned out of his fucking mind. That and men, there's been so many wrestlers that have wrestled barefoot over the years. You know, mm-hmm. the Von Erichs have done it. You know, Rusev did it for a bit. There, Umaga you know, did it, right? Umaga did Samoa it. Samoa Joe or just Samoa Joe have shoes? I don't know. No, just some, just Samoa Joe had boots on. But a lot of the Samoans would, you know, most of the Samoans would go mm-hmm. barefoot. The the wild Samoans, the head shrinkers, they would go barefoot. But that's the Samoans, you know. The, the, that you know, Umaga, uh, even you know, Kamala. The, it made sense for those characters. Now, Riddle, I guess, supposed to be some type of Muay Thai fighter. Yeah, I mean, he was in the UFC, so I mean, they fight barefoot, so that makes, oh, makes sense. sense. What doesn't make sense now is them for the, them to add these bird graphics whenever he lets the flops fly, and they have yeah, all makes, these birds. I'm like, what? What does this have to do with anything? Like, Riddle is not connected music, to a bird. His like, music doesn't hype me. Like when I hear his music, and it's like. Do, 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 do. it doesn't excite me like when i hear when i want when i hear an entrance music i want it to excite me i want it to make me feel like oh shit is about to pop off you know that undertaker mm-hmm. bell you know the 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 fiends freaking graphics going nuts and glitching you know that's what i want to hear you know you know the first the first beat you know the, the glass crashing of stone cold mm-hmm. That gets your heart pumping. I get nothing with Riddle when he comes out. In fact, when I get Riddle, I get tired. 
when I see him come out of the ring, I just all of a sudden I'm just like, oh shit, it's nap time. I am fucking tired. I just in NXT, I liked some of the stuff that he did, but them bringing him up, although part of the reason I don't like him is from stuff that happened personally around that same time with him. But right. he just now like. I mean, they've taken away his first name. He's no longer Matt Riddle. He's just Riddle, Riddle. which just makes him even more unlikable to me because I just see he was already kind of a joke. Now I just, it's literally just like, I expect him to like be this, like he just so much could be like a character in Scooby-Doo that's solving the case and cracking bad guys. He's just not, I just don't care about him. He, it's just a waste of an opponent. I am, I want Seamus to win this match because I don't care about Riddle and I just don't want him on my screen. So Seamus, please come take this title. I am very much a, a Seamus fan. I have always been a Seamus fan. I love Seamus to death. I think he is amazing. Even when he had the mohawk, I loved him. I love his like Belfast bruiser that he's being now, you know, with mm-hmm. the, the suspenders and the tank top. You know, he looks like he's coming right out of the pub and he's going to beat the living snot out of you. Yeah. I love it. I love the stuff he was doing with McIntyre. And the, 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 the promos that Seamus has been given about you know, against Riddle about how he, you know, he's held the United States championship before he wants to bring the prestige back to the title. To me, that's, that's fire. That makes you want Seamus to be the United States champion. And especially with the titles, like those, like, like the Intercontinental and the United States championship, those are supposed to be the workhorse titles. Those Mm -hmm. are your workhorse titles. Always have been, always will be. And they're supposed to be stepping stones. Yeah. You know, the Intercontinental Championship was always that stepping stone to the World Heavyweight Championship. The United States should be the same. Sheamus, I think, could really do something with that belt. Mm-hmm. Where Riddle, I have not... All Riddle has been since he won that belt has been a backstage gimmick. Mm-hmm. Sheamus, I feel, could bring something to it and actually make people want to vie for it. Because the last time I remember people honestly wanting to vie for the United States Championship was when Cena held the belt. And he yeah. would give the open challenges. And you would get good matches every week because you never knew who was going to vie for it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what this, AEW is doing with the TNT title. Exactly. So give it to Sheamus. I want it on Sheamus. I do not care about Riddle. My girlfriend hates him to death. During mm-hmm. Even during the Royal Rumble, she was screaming and freaking throw that motherfucker out of the ring. You know? So, just, and I'm, I'm very glad that he is no longer teaming with Jeff Hardy. I thought that that was the dumbest the Hardy bros, like just because his name is Matt doesn't mean like, we don't have to have a Matt and Jeff at all times. Like Jeff Hardy can be on his own. I, they truth be told, they've dropped the ball with Jeff so much since Mm -hmm. he came back to the WWE. They, they should have made him obsolete when Matt was woke and, and it would have worked, but they didn't. Yeah. I just, I want Seamus to win. I'm not sure because in theory, if they're going to put the title on McIntyre, they could be setting up for Seamus and McIntyre. And if Seamus and McIntyre both have titles on them, I don't know if that would be weird. Give me, give me Warrior freaking Hogan. Give me, give me McIntyre and Seamus like Warrior and Hogan. Yeah, I just, I just want anyone to take the title off of – just let anyone be the United States champion besides Riddle. Just, just anyone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Like have Seamus win and then have him lose it the next night to – anybody and then have him go after drew that's fine that works yep all right so the next match is sort of one we talked about a little bit earlier we have 
Kevin Owens versus the conspiracy theorist Sami Zayn, who is now going to have Logan Paul in his corner. Um, this is a singles match, nothing really on the line. I'm wondering, I mean, they showed the Sami Zayn conspiracy documentary that he's been filming. Ironically, mm. the film crew wasn't filming for the filming of all of that, but whatever. But it, I, I would like to see some sort of documentary come from this. If they just drop it, it kind yeah. of is like, so what is all this? I don't really understand bringing in Logan Paul. Um it makes no sense to me to have Logan Paul there, especially with how controversial Logan Paul is. I understand controversy and all that, but you're talking about a guy that legit went to the suicide forest in Japan and showed a dead body on YouTube. Yeah. Showed a suicide victim. The guy is not a role model. He's not somebody you want anybody to emulate. And for WWE who says they put smiles on people's faces and they, they, they're about the kids, why are you bringing in somebody who legit does things that you don't ever want your children to do in logan right. paul he's famous just for the sake of being famous he's yeah. there's nothing to like about this guy even even on smackdown last week he was it, it was like a deer in the headlights he did yeah. not know what the fuck to do he, out there. It, it was very interesting because i mean logan paul he is most known um for the suicide forest thing he has done some stuff since. He is, like, doing some stuff with boxing. He's supposed to be fighting Floyd Mayweather, which makes me wonder if that's maybe why they're bringing him in. Maybe there's some sort of contract where once that fight actually, that exhibition actually happens because Floyd has done work with the WWE in the past. Yeah, but you're talking maybe about that murder. Maybe something's going to happen from that. I mean the murder. Because no. Floyd, yeah. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is going to murder him in, like, yeah. two seconds. So um, it just, it doesn't make sense completely i don't know i mean logan paul he's sort of just thrown in very last minute sammy zane you know mentioned him they started then talking on twitter now he's just kind of in zane's corner this past friday on smackdown he basically just stood there i'm like he didn't even realize like the rule of like you know sammy and kevin are like fighting whatever and like he's still kind of on the microphone like oh oh shit like what like i'm just like don't talk like this you don't Uh, don't say a word now now Sami Zayn, kevin owens one hell of a match mm-hmm. we know those two in a ring together are going to make fucking magic yeah. they are two of the in my person now once again my girlfriend hates kevin owens i love kevin owens how can you hate kevin like owens me. i love kevin i love owens. I, I love, love Sami Zayn too though well truth be told it was when he was going against roman reigns she kind of like you know for I roman love- reigns but see, I like Kevin Owens because he is, he's not muscular guy. He's like me. He's kind of a pudgy guy, but mm-hmm. he doesn't stop fighting. He's for his family. You know, he will go out there and beat the, he is the new modern day, maybe not as much, but he is kind of the new stone cold. Yeah. You know, especially when he was going up against Shane and he does yeah. do a damn good stunner. His stunner yeah. is pretty damn good. Um, and then you got Sami Zayn, who in my personal opinion has never really gotten his due. He's a mm-hmm. damn good wrestler. Which They've is what never the given... documentary is about, supposedly. Yeah. Um, you know, he is the Intercontinental Champion. Even though Big E has the title, Sami Zayn is the Intercontinental Champion. We all know mm-hmm. this. Um, but those two are going to steal the show. It's KO Mania. Mm-hmm. It's KO Mania. And Kevin Owens has to jump off the pirate ship. He I does. don't even know if the pirate ship is going to be there, but he has to find it and jump He's off of a, it. It's his he... one goal in his life. His one goal. He's and at this point, it. I hope he jumps off and lands on Logan Paul. And it's got to be a sun. It's got to be a senton. It's got. He's got to do a senton off of it, and it's going to be amazing. 
I hope it's on Logan Paul. I just, uh, the one thing that I hope the WWE will not stoop to this level is there's, you know, depending on how this match goes, you know, if Kevin Owens does jump off of a pirate ship, especially from a very high feet, and then is laying unconscious on the ground, I don't want them to have Logan Paul pick up a camera and start filming him or doing something to make reference of his Suicide Forest video. Exactly. I do not want that. If the fans make a weird meme, then the fans make a weird meme, but I do not want it referenced on television on purpose. Yeah. No. Like, no. Like, jump off on Logan Paul, have the camera guy film him. Fine. Great. Love that. Now, the hard part is calling a winner in this one. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say Sami Zayn is going to pick up the win to further the conspiracy. Series. So he finally, no, well, yeah, he's finally going to win. I'm thinking that Logan Paul, because he did have that moment on SmackDown where he kind of said like, oh, like Kevin Owens approached me and like he made some points. I could, I don't know what Logan's involvement is going to be with this match because it does seem like he's just going to be a ringside person. So right. I could see him somehow turning on Zayn and costing Zayn the match, which could then further the conspiracy thing. But it just depends on how far they're going to take this conspiracy storyline. Right, because I because Logan Paul was at the Hall of Fame last night. He was, was he? at the Hall. He was at the Hall of Fame on the red carpet with, um, with Sami Zayn, and it was like the weird. Like I don't know what Logan Paul was wearing. It was this weird. It was almost like he was wearing like a smock. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it now, trying to f- see it or or. Oh no no no! They were showing what he wore. Like the that that's on SmackDown because they just showed the trailer, um, so he wasn't at the Hall of Fame. But so screw everything I just said. But I I don't want to see anything with Logan Paul. I just don't. Yeah, I just him being in the this match just doesn't really make sense. I'm not sure what his role is going to be. So I would love to see Kevin Owens win. I would love to see both of them win. I feel like they both kind of need a win to project into what's next. I mean, Owens, he's lost against Roman a bunch. I feel like Owens just keeps losing by interference. So either the trend is going to continue or Logan Paul is going to turn on Sammy and then Sammy's conspiracy trend is going to continue. So either way, this like one of their momentums is going to continue to be like what is happening. Yeah. And the other one maybe will be projected out of it. But I just hope that Logan Paul is done with WWE after this because I don't understand why he's even here to begin with. And I also right. would like to, for Sami Zayn to give us some sort of documentary because I don't, like, I need to see something <laughs> more than a trailer. I need to see, like, right. even if it's just like a 10 minute thing, I need, I need something to finish yeah. that storyline. And what's interesting is as we're recording this right now, remember NXT stand to deliver night one is going on as we're, as we're recording this. As is AEW Dynamite, which Mike Tyson apparently is coming back for. Oh, that's going to be great. Maybe he's going to solve some mysteries with like, you know, with the pigeon and his daughter and all that. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn. Maybe Logan Paul will just get knocked out in the first like two seconds. Like immediately Kevin just jumps off of, the ship onto Logan Paul and then it's mm. just Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Maybe Sami Zayn finally brings back El Generico and he's facing Kevin Owens. 
That'd be fun. I don't, I don't know. So. All right. The next match. I feel like I don't care about this match as much either. I do to a degree, but at the same time, I don't. It is the Nigerian drum fight. I'm not really sure what that means. Um, Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. So Nigerian drum fight is basically a hardcore match. No disqualifications or anything. Yeah, like I that. feel like any Nothing special hardcore. stipulation with no rules is basically just a hardcore, a hardcore match. It's just different rules. Now, me personally, this is another. This is another of the matches that I feel could steal the show, because the way that they have now been doing Apollo Cruz over the last couple of weeks with the Nigerian heritage, the fact that he's he's using his Nigerian accent, he's talking about his ancestors, you know. It's given me more of what Apollo Crews is than it has ever been in the WWE. We have never gotten this level of character from Apollo Crews, ever. Mm-hmm. We're finally getting it. And to have him against Big E, they're making the Intercontinental Championship mean something. You know, Usually it's just like, oh, I'm going to go for the Intercontinental title. Okay, whatever. Yeah. This is becoming a passion for Apollo Crews. He, he, he's like... It's his destiny to win the championship and that he didn't win it. It's like he's, he's disgracing his, his ancestors and, you know, they, people are, are, are not giving him the respect that he deserves. It's finally, it, we're finally seeing a passion from Apollo Crews rather than him just coming out and smiling. And, yeah. and that's it, you know, and Big E, Big E's an anomaly because he's, he's doing a singles run. He's got new music, which is mm-hmm. for him, but he's still New, new Day. Yeah, he's new music. I mean, old music, original music. Yeah, but he's still coming out in the new day gear, and yeah. is basically a third. I mean, if he decides to match whatever Woods and Kingston come out with the night before, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, I'm thinking Apollo is going to win tonight, uh, uh, or on that match. I think Apollo is going to win. It's going to mm-hmm. be that he's going to get it over on Big E. And that's going to set up this Intercontinental title run for Apollo Crews. And I think it's going to elevate the Intercontinental Championship. And, and that's something that's been needed for years, is the Intercontinental yeah. Championship to mean something. They changed the design to something that looks like shit. Yeah, it looks terrible. The, the, the last time I've, the, the, you know, they've been trying to rebuild the Intercontinental Championship. And I think they did a good job with Sami Zayn when he came back with the title and he's like, I'm the real intercontinental mm-hmm. champion but then they do the same thing on nxt with the cruiserweight yeah, title. Like, on the on the real cruiserweight but to play in with the conspiracy this could lead Sami Zayn back to the intercontinental championship do a conspiracy theory you know the whole conspiracy mm-hmm. on the intercontinental champion blah 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 but i think biggie and apollo cruz are going to put on a match that is going to be reminiscent of reigns and and kevin owens from the rumble yeah, I think it could be a really damn good match. So I'm going to give it to Apollo Crews. I'm actually looking forward to this one because it is two big hosses, but agile hosses. You know, yeah. they're at, they're both agile, and to see Big E give you know get angry is what you want to see. Yeah, you know he's always fun loving with the New Day, but it's when Big E gets angry that's the Big E you want to watch out for. So to see an angry Big E against a determined um, heel Apollo Crews, yeah, I'm loving it. This is a match I, I am looking forward to. Plus, I love a good hardcore match. Yeah, I, I hope that it's a good match. I will say that I I didn't like Big E breaking away from the New Day in the beginning, but I do like the work that he's done so far. Mm. And I like the stuff that he's been doing outside of 
of WWE right now with his launching of the stuff that he's launching and and all that. I like what they're doing with Apollo, but it is a little... I'm not in love with it yet, but I think that it could grow on me. I mean, I hated the New Day when they first came out, and then they grew on me, and now I'm like, why did you break them up? So I, I think that Apollo will win. I hope that maybe then that will eventually put Biggie in line for a title shot, like a universal title mm-hmm. or some other title that's not the intercontinental. And I don't want to see him be put into another tag team with anybody. No. So we'll see what happens. But I, I do think that it is Apollo's. I mean, they've been doing the Apollo Biggie storyline for so long that it's like if Apollo just keeps losing, like, what's the point? Yeah. Like eventually like he, he needs to win. So exactly. I think I think he will get that moment and hopefully it will further launch the intercontinental title. We'll see if Sami Zayn I feel like Sami Zayn versus Apollo Cruz could be a little weird. But we'll see what happens. I'm sure mm-hmm. that the documentary crew will be there catching all of it. Of course. All right. So this match I've learned recently that people the fiend is kind of getting a little stale with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you have the the new version of the fiend, the melted fiend, the burnt to a crisp fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. May or may not be a cinematic match. Not really sure. If they do a part cinematic, part not, I'm wondering, does that mean like they're going to go behind a curtain where people can't see them and then show things on a screen? Because Probably. I feel like they would have to Probably. be completely out of sight to make the cinematic not be weird. So here's where I can kind of see where people kind of are getting stale with it. One, it's Randy Orton again. Mm-hmm. It's always Randy Orton. Even when it was Bray Wyatt, it was Randy Orton. Um, and that's not taking anything away from Randy. Randy is st- even at his age, and as long as he's been with the company, he can still go on that level. You know, he still can can go on a very high level. And I think he's playing it very well. Randy is Randy is oh Randy is a lifelong heel. Like even the times they made him a, a face, it never lasted because Randy is yeah. always a heel. The problem is now you put him against the Fiend, who's te- supposed to be a heel as well, but he's that heal that people love because he's something mm-hmm. new he's something intricate and with the fiend you do need to kind of tweak him you can't just have the fiend for years and years and years yeah it's like sting you can't have crow sting for years you know mm-hmm. that's why i had the crow sting but then he went wolf pack sting and it was a little different then we yeah. had joker sting you know you gotta have and now we have freaking winter is coming sting yeah. uh, you know you gotta kind of change it up the thing that i love about most of this is alexa bliss yeah she plays this role so damn good because she is tiny she's five feet tall mm-hmm. she's she's very small and as someone who's dating someone who's tiny like alexa bliss playing those type of roles like what she's doing now is even creepier because of how small she is and, and seeing this tiny little girl against randy orton who's what six five six six something like that yeah is 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 intimidating because you don't you you think randy's just going to decimate her but then she pulls out these things now yeah my question is one what's been making him throw up the the black goo yeah what have they been doing to randy that he's puking this black goo you have this new melted fiend which what i would love to see is this is a fiend that doesn't think on his own he's 100 percent controlled by alexa bliss 
Because mm-hmm. that would make sense. Is that now he's just, you know, Alexa. He's like her Frankenstein. Back. Yeah. She's the puppet master now. Where before, Bray was the puppet master that turned Alexa. Mm-hmm. Now Alexa's in control. You know, she is Sister Abigail. She's, yeah. which I thought that was always the plan in the first place, was she was going to become like Sister Abigail. Yeah. Well, originally, they made you think that was going to be what Liv Morgan's role was going to be. Yeah. And then they brought her back in a different capacity. So now Alexa's in the role doing And she does a damn good job. Yeah. I love the stuff. I love, you know, her with the snap of a finger. It's completely different. You never know what Alexa you're going to get. You know, if you're going to get original Alexa, you're going to get, you know, the, like, creepy Alexa, one that in between. And now that the fiend is back i'm guessing bray wyatt is just gone like we're probably not going to see him for a while because yeah. it's just a different i mean that was sort of one way of, of balancing out the fiend before was that sometimes you'd get bray sometimes you'd get the fiend sometimes husky harris would come back you never knew what version of mike rotunda you're gonna get or is that his name yes mike I, him and his brother, I get them confused. Bo Dallas. Yeah, but like their real names. But yeah, the Rotundas, yes. Randy Orton, I mean, he's been with the Wyatt family. He's been with the Fiend. It's it's just something. I was wondering with the the vomiting or the coughing up of the black goo. It seems like that none of that. Well, they didn't even have any of this on this week's Raw. There was really no advancement in the storyline. So. You know, Alexa had the goo um, recently, and now I'm like, okay, now that The Fiend is back, is the goo just gone from Randy? Is it going to continue? Like, is there more? Is it Randy going to evolve into something else? Like, how does this end for the two of them? Like, this isn't like a match with any high stakes. It's just a match. Yeah. And hopefully this kind of is the end of it or some or it's close to the end because i don't want to see another six months of randy orton versus alexa bliss and the fiend yeah i need a resolution i need a resolution to this too i think the fiend is going to win i think uh they've shown um in wwe Supercard, the the card game on mm-hmm. mobile they have a new fiend card and it's like it's the it's the, the, the melted fiend but he has like this like towel over his head or like this hood you know, so um, it's going to be interesting if we're, you know, maybe maybe we're going to see freaking like Emperor Palpatine fiend, you know. Yeah, it's like, what is this fiend's Ooh. entrance going to look like? Yeah, is he going to, it would be cool as if he's carrying out the old fiend head now. Yeah. Instead of Bray's head, it's like the old fiend head, you know, or, you know, is he going to pop out of a giant jack in the box? Because, you know, Alexa's been doing yeah. the whole jack in the box thing. Um, this I do is like what I they've would, been doing with the Alexis playground, though. I mean, this is where I would love to see if maybe, maybe Abyss shows up. You know, they that have. Him. Cool. I mean, he's he's a, he's a producer. Have Abyss show up, because um, honestly, this is why this is where I want the Forbidden Door open. Because can you imagine the Fiend versus Randy Orton, right? And mm-hmm. then Decay comes out, Crazy Steve. Mm-hmm. And Rosemary. And yeah. then you have like this tag team of Rosemary and Alexa Bliss. And it's, it makes sense. It's, 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 a, it's something I well, want. Well, I mean, you could have, door. or you could have like a three way match kind of with the Fiend and Alexa versus Decay versus like a member of the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny. 
or Abaddon. Yeah. Abaddon True. with what is the like priesty kind of guy that's on AEW Dark right now? Um, I remember his name? I don't. It's not uh, what's his face with Serpentico, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but that guy, like, I would love to see like Abaddon. <laughs> Just There's anywhere because I love her. Gonna, they're gonna bring back freaking Kevin Thorne as Mordecai. But <laughs> just gonna be Gangrel. I just Gangrel's need the fiend. I need the fiend. Be, to win. I, I'm just like, where does the fiend go from here? Like, what is the end game? I just need to them to get past this because I need to know what comes after this because I love I want- what they're doing with Alexa. I. I don't think that the fiend thing is getting stale and it's actually kind of weird to me whenever people say they don't like the fiend because yeah, I, like, I liked I, do. I liked what they did with him as Bray Wyatt, what they did with him as the fiend. I liked all of it and I think it just depends on who they put him with and just yeah. Randy, Randy, do, Randy, Randy. I'm just tired of Randy. I would like to see something with his brother. I yeah. really would like to see something with his brother because Bo Dallas has been there. They say he's at every taping. Yeah, they're in the back. They just have nothing for him, and you know, he they have they've had nothing for him since they let Curtis Axel go. Um, I mean, could it be something where they have you know the fiend, the the new fiend, and do they bring Bo Dallas in as sort of a Bray Wyatt like that kind of character? Like maybe he takes over the Funhouse. And he's doing stuff. It's it's like the new Steve. It's from like Blue's a Jacqueline Hyde all or not Jacqueline Hyde. Like they're literally like took one person and made them into two different people. True. That could be fun. That could be fun. Because I mean Bo Dallas is a good wrestler. They just need to use them. Yeah. You gotta believe. Believe. I why believe. I believe that I'm really glad that you're my friend and this is a friendship that'll never ever end. <laughs> exactly. There new, we go. I just made new your new thing, shirt. Yeah. I just made WWE. I just made WDB a million dollars right there. Mm-hmm. You need a cut, copyright. Damn That's right. Japan, you cannot have it. Mm-mm. Mine. I'm going to prowrestlingtees.com starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Best bestseller of the week. Mm-hmm. You just need a bleeding Britt Baker on the front, and I'll sold. take a bleeding Britt Baker any any day of the week because that God, that was awesome. Best that match was the, of the year. Damn good match for me. All right, so the. Final two matches of the night, you have Asuka, the Rama Women's Champion, versus Rhea Ripley. I like that they are giving Rhea this opportunity since last year her opportunity with Charlotte as the NXT champion was kind of taken from her. Mm-hmm. She didn't get to you know, be on the biggest stage of them all as, as planned. She was in front of zero people. Um, I would love to see Rhea win here. I feel like Asuka... I like them both. I I will not get mad at either one of them winning. I think Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like how how we were with the Bianca thing. I'm just ready for new. I'm ready for someone new to have it that hasn't had it before. I also think that this could be if, if Becky does return and doesn't make her appearance when the women's tag team titles um, are defended. I think that she could come out at the end of this match and kind of say, okay, like I'm back. I get whoever wins. Like you won money in the bank. It's us or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
So that could be fitting for Asuka since Asuka was the one that she gave the title to in the first place. I mean, she did lose it once in between that, but for the most part, she's been the champion the entire time over the last year. I would love to see Aria win because I love her. I love that they didn't mess with her character too much. I mean, she's new on Raw, so there's still plenty of time for them to mess up. But, I mean, they gave her her regular entrance music. Her look is pretty much the same. I loved her in NXT. I felt like at the end they did kind of not drop the ball, but I feel like she should have gotten a bigger title reign than she got. But I just, I'm excited for her to be in on the main roster and I love her. So for me, here's, here's where I said earlier, it's a little different from the Sasha and the, and the Bianca match. They put the title on Asuka. Um, but her run as the Raw Women's Champion has been very lackluster. Mm-hmm. She's really had no true feuds. They put her in a tag team with Charlotte to win the, t- the tag titles, which made no sense. Then it's all about, oh, Charlotte's going to go against Asuka at WrestleMania because it's Charlotte. She gets whatever she wants. But then yeah. Charlotte gets COVID and her boyfriend gets released from the company. And now it's Rhea Ripley. And they could have been setting up Lacey Evans, but then she's pregnant. Then she got, yeah, she got pregnant. Now, the thing is, is Asuka losing at WrestleMania, she loses at WrestleMania. It's, she lost to Charlotte Flair. You know, she always loses at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't think... she have a match last year at WrestleMania? I don't... Maybe a tag title match. Let I don't see. remember. Let me see where she was last year. I don't know year. if the Kabuki Warriors did something at the pay-per-view or not. Yeah, I'm looking... Yeah, okay, yeah. They, uh, they lost to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Okay. So, she lost last year. And the year before, at 35... Uh, let's see. WrestleMania 35. I'm looking here to see if she actually... Did she even wrestle at WrestleMania 35? She wasn't even on the card at WrestleMania 35. So that would mean at the WrestleMania before that... Was that... Was 34 New Orleans? Yes. So that means she lost to Charlotte at 34. So currently, out of all her... Out of two... WrestleMania appearances Oscar's made, she's 0-2. She's lost. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't make sense for her. And the thing is, the buildup for this with Rhea, it's basically because Charlotte got COVID. We need to put yeah. somebody in that spot. They, you know, they gave Rhea a really good look run at the Royal Rumble. I think that, you know she had an amazing run at the Royal Rumble. And it does kind of make sense that the two finalists, Rhea and Bianca Belair, um, are going to be there. Yeah, because you know, either one of them could have won the Royal Rumble for me. I, exactly. I loved both of them. I was glad to see that it was the final two of them. Exactly. Um, so on this one, I'm really torn because, yeah, Rhea winning would make up for the lackluster showing with Charlotte. But at the same time, Asuka losing, it's like, what did she really do as champion for a year? Yeah. She, she didn't do anything. And... It's not her fault. The booking is bad. You can't blame Oscar. You got to blame the booking on this. I feel like they just don't use the women correctly. Like, yes, there are more women's matches sometimes on the shows than there are on AEW, but I feel like Raw, at least, does not use their women that great. Let's put it this way. One match. One match. 
Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Better than four women's matches on WWE. Yeah. I mean, that was like the best match regardless. Like men, women, that was just an amazing match. That was brutality. I mean, you want to talk, I mean, Rhea Ripley talks about yeah, this like... brutality. <laughs> no, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker was brutality. I mean, mm-hmm. and even you look at it, you know, Chris Statlander coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, and and and, and Ty Conti and all them, they while they may not have as many matches, they have a very good talent pool in AEW. Yeah. Now WWE, same thing. They have a fantastic talent pool, but they don't utilize all of them. They only utilize a very small mm-hmm. amount of their women. And when you talk about the main roster, it's like you have all these women that are just there, but because maybe they're not vince's idea of what he wants his women to look like yeah you know like carmella is a prime example that's a vince mcmahon girl blonde Mm -hmm. hair tan big boobs that's a vince mcmahon girl put her next to a ruby riot ruby riot is the better wrestler out of the two yeah you know because dory prang ruby riot trained as a wrestler she did the indies you know, she she was all over the indies before she came to WWE. Carmelo was a Laker girl, I want to say. Mm-hmm. She was a Laker yeah. girl. And then she just joined the WWE, you know, and she kind of falls in that same group as like a Tori Wilson where they're gorgeous, but they do the same freaking face plant, leg spread move, mm-hmm. the face buster. Where Ruby Riot should be champion by now because she has the skills. Yeah. But they don't. Oscar, if Oscar would quit this whole nobody ready for Oscar and just be Kana, just mm-hmm. be Kana. I've heard that they've been yeah. like, if you watch some of the stuff that she's been doing lately, there have been like subtle nods that maybe Kana is coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, well, you can't just lead us on for forever. Either she's coming or she's not. So like, if she's coming, Bring her like, out. let's let's. It's time. Like, Rhea it, Ripley's really here. Time. Like, like. I would love to see kind of what they were doing with Zia Lee, mm-hmm. where they kind of reinvented Zia Lee. Mm-hmm. Give me like a team up of like Nakamura, Asuka, Io Shirai. Yeah. You know, bring, build this like Japanese faction that just starts running rough shot yeah, over, the, I mean, over the company. That's kind of how I did the NXT women's title was I think that if they have Shirai lose that she might be moving up and if she moves up I feel like they will put her with Asuka and do like a different version of like a Kabuki warrior or something right because I mean originally I that's what I thought it was going to be Shirai and Shirai and uh Kyrie Sane yeah because I mean they were together in NXT yeah but they put Sane with with Asuka Shirai with her persona currently could bring Kana out. And yeah. I think that would be the best is if you had Shirai and, and Asuka. Now Shirai has been champion for almost a year too. Mm-hmm. So um, she won, she won the belt after WrestleMania. When yeah. Charlotte she won it from won. Charlotte. So I foresee now, like I said, it's going on now. That match is tonight. Shirai and Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, Going to see what, how that, what, happens there because i'll probably go watch it after we get done here yeah me too. um because somebody's still asleep and that's weird for me i don't have to check on her <laughs> uh she's been sleeping all day um but 
it's going to be interesting. I they'll probably give it to Rhea Ripley, just because. But I, I really feel bad that Oscar's run has not had anything substantial. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about Drew's run for the most part, which is why it's like I want him to win the title back, at least in front of people, so he can at least say he's had that. Yeah. I just, you know, Charlotte, like, she had COVID. She won't have COVID. She might not, might not have it now. So I don't want whoever wins for Charlotte to be the next person in line. Like, I want, you know, Mia Yim is, or Reckoning or whatever she is now. Like, Retribution's done. Like, bring on Mia Yim. Bring on any of the other women that like haven't had a title chance. Give me Billy Kay, give Peyton Royce the title that she mm-hmm. made a really good like point for on Raw Talk. Like yeah. it's it's time for other people. Like Charlotte is, you know, even if she decides that she wants to have Andrade's babies, like she still can come back and, and win more titles. Like her time is not up. So yeah. it's time to give other people a chance too. I agree. So, I don't know. Asuka, Rhea, they're, I love them both. I would not be upset with either one of them winning. I just hope that whoever loses doesn't just kind of be forgotten about. You know, Rhea's new, so yeah. I don't want her that. Like, I, I need to see her on some show. She's not going to be on NXT anymore. I need her to have a good raw presence. Exactly. So... Now we'll the, see what happens with that, mom. but now the mid-event of the evening for the Universal Championship triple threat match, we have Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus the Royal Rumble winner Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Here's why I hate this. It's, it's the Batista all over again. It's the same thing. Batista comes back, wins the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He's going to WrestleMania picks his opponent. Here comes Daniel Bryan. To me, this Daniel Bryan doesn't need it. Daniel Bryan doesn't need to be in this picture. He doesn't need... I, I hate the story of how he just kind of weaseled his way into it, you know, all because he won the Elimination Chamber and, oh, well, I had to wrestle right afterwards. You know, it, it makes no sense to me. And the one thing I like is Edge snapping. I love that Ed, Edge is legit furious that he's mm-hmm. now got to be in a triple threat match when he won the Royal Rumble going from what, number one or two? Yeah, he was number one, I think. Number one to win the Royal Rumble and Daniel Bryan just kind of sneaks in. Mm-hmm. You know, and Edge saying, I'm the rated R superstar. Yeah, Edge has been giving some good promos. Mm-hmm. Roman, is he's going to lose. We know Roman is going to lose here at WrestleMania. It's the same old thing. I'm the head of the table. I'm the tribal chief, blah, blah, blah. It's old. It's stale. Get me out of here. Uh, yeah, he's cut some of the best promos of his career during this run, but he hasn't really done much, to, in my opinion, that makes it a historic run. But for me, some of his greatness is also because he has Paul Heyman with him, and Paul Heyman just has the ability to elevate whoever he's with. Exactly. That is why Paul Heyman is the greatest manager, advocate, or special you know, counsel. Special counsel in the history of the business is because he can talk. He can talk the talk. As he, he's the son of a lawyer. He's the schmuck son of a New York pros, You know, a New York attorney. Um, his own words. You know, uh, always in for the hustle. But I hate Daniel Bryan in this. Like I really do. Now, is this because Bryan has basically said he's he's coming towards the end of his time. He's going to retire, going to go be with his wife and babies. Yeah. You know, it could but if be, they, I don't see him winning either way. 
I like how people, some of this, I wonder how much of this, it has been proven while WWE doesn't listen to a lot of things that fans say. Every once in a while, there is something that they'll latch on to, which is how you got the women headlining WrestleMania a couple of mm-hmm. years ago. And now before this was a triple threat match and before it was even kind of going in that direction, you had people saying, this is really cool because like Edge was forced to retire. Daniel Bryan was forced to retire. And like Roman had to leave a few years ago because of his leukemia. And now they're all back. Like it would be Mm. cool to see this. And now it's kind of, they haven't mentioned that on, on the shows or anything. I mean, it is kind of cool from that aspect, but Mm. they've made such a big deal about how April 11th, this night, will be is it 10 years or 11 years to the day that edge had to give up his title yeah it's like it is the anniversary of him having to do that so that makes me wonder is it going to be edge's time they're going to give him that moment just like the day of the royal rumble was like an anniversary for something else that he had done i think it was like he had won the same royal rumble 10 years ago mm. to the day then too. It's like, if there's a, yeah. a wrestleversary that Edge has, he must relive it on that day. Yeah. You and know, the forbidden I, door I, opens and Christian is coming. Yes. I, I love Edge. He's I one of my favorites. I have, Always have kind been. of an Edge tattoo in a way. And I love him, but I do wish that they would give him something that's not just the main title. You know, WWE, just because you have a legend coming back, just because Goldberg wants to wrestle or John Cena wants to come back and wrestle or Edge or anyone else, they don't automatically need to be moved to the front of the line. Make them wrestle for the United States title or the Intercontinental title or put them in a tag team. Do something with them besides just putting them in the main events. Um, Yeah. I mean, even when Hogan came back in the mid-2000s during the Ruthless Aggression era, I want to say he did have one run with the championship and he lost it to the undertaker mm-hmm. or vice versa, but he went on to do tag teams with like, yeah, edge. he was, he was the t- champion with edge. Yeah. You know, and that, and that's what you do. Like even Cena and give Cena his props. He'll come back and he'll, 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 he'll do a squash match where he loses to the undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something that gained a lot of respect for me with Cena is when he did come back and he just, you know, he gave that to the undertaker. He, he got himself squashed or Brock coming back and he allowed Brock to beat the living shit out of him. You yeah. know, he does what's good for the, for the story and for the business um, with edge coming back. I mean, it's a good story. I wish they had done a little more with Christian uh, with edge. I'm a huge edge fan. I've loved edge since, like I said, the first day I heard, you know, he was in the crowd and he would come mm-hmm. out and, you know, the, the brood is always still one of my Edge's favorite story is like so amazing. And like, it is, you know, even the stuff with his mom and him and Christian and just all of it. Like, yeah. Except and, you know, for the, the Matt Hardy Lita thing. Like, besides Hardy that, Lita thing. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. One of the best stories in wrestling to me, at least. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping Edge does get it because I'm kind of I'm kind of over the the Roman Reigns era. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. But and I kind of hope that time, Edge has a short run. Like he got it great. Run. Let him drop it to someone that's not Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. And not anyone else. Like let that be when Cesaro challenges or yeah something like that. Bring in Alistair Black. <laughs> Because especially with Edge being Edge was part of, if I remember correctly, wasn't Edge part of the original SmackDown Seven? 
It was I like Edge, so. Guerrero, yeah. Benoit, you know, those types. So Edge knows what it means to be a mid-carder and not get that opportunity. But then all of a sudden something can shift and you can get that opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, because even with him shifting, getting that, you know, getting the, the money in the bank, which allowed him to become champion in the first place, it shifted. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he wins it, give it, give Cesaro a chance, give Nakamura a chance, give some of those mid card guys a run. And I think edge could do that. Edge could have a match with anybody. Edge could have a, in triple H's words, get a broom out here. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go an hour with a broom and it'll be a better match than I could get with most people in the back. You know, edge yeah. will, pull that match out but daniel bryan doesn't need it now if he does get it i hope he brings back the eco-friendly title yeah i really do but i think it's going to be edge this is going to be his night and it's going to be amazing do you think that roman losing is going to change the dynamic that he has with jay uso right now like is jay either going to accidentally cause him this match or is it going to be Jay's fault if Roman loses, even if it's not? It might be. Like, it I don't be. know when Jimmy is supposed to be healthy or if he is healthy and they're just keeping him off TV. But I feel like eventually the Usos need to come back and Jay needs to not just be Roman's, like, lapdog. Right. No, 100% agree. So, I... I would like to see Edge as the champion, just not for too long. I don't want Goldberg to come back and challenge him. Paul White, I don't think, is going to be coming out. I don't need – I don't even need to see, like, an Edge and Jeff Hardy. Like, I don't want to see any old people. I want only new. I want someone either that's coming from NXT, someone that hasn't given me a Cesaro, a Nakamura, or – the loser of Biggie and Apollo Crews. Yeah. Ed Something versus like Adam that. Cole, baby. That too. The Battle of the Adams. That would be good. You know, actually, you know what? Give me Edge versus Walter. That would be good too. I'm sorry. I love Walter. I, I love too. Walter with a fucking passion. I, 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 I would I, even I love, like to see Edge versus like Champa. Yeah. See, this, see, that's what I love about NXT UK is their champions are champions for. Mm-hmm. A long time. Yeah. It legit feels like a run, you know, and with great matches. Well, think of the people Walter's gone. I mean, going up against Masha Ciampa tonight, but going up against Ilya Dragunov. Even I think he had a match before the Champa one. Like he mm-hmm. had one this past week before his match with Champa, which was for the title. You know, the title. Yeah, online. I think so. I mean, that's what I love about Walter is he's a fighting champion. Yeah, I just I hope that Roman doesn't win. I'm tired of like Roman winning because of interference i think that eventually you need to just have a good clean win i mean he didn't even really beat jay uso without an interference like you're supposed to be this like challenging champion and you're not even beating like your cousin that you're putting down all the time yeah i just i need something different edge or daniel bryan i don't think they're gonna give it to bryan I think that Brian has talent. He has a lot more to do in his career, but I don't think that he needs this title run right now. Correct. I feel the same. So, I mean, I don't know that edge needs it either, but these are the three people in the match. So I can't just say like anyone, 
This is who we're given. I hope that next year, whoever wins the Royal Rumble has never won it before. Maybe they're new. Mm-hmm. I think that should just be a... We should just have a Royal Rumble where the stipulation is you can never have won it before and you had to have like been in the company for like less than five years. See, I would love that if they did the Royal Rumble where it is. This Royal Rumble, we will have someone new because no, it, any former Royal Rumble winner is barred yeah. from entering. I would love and to I see that. I think that would be amazing. Open to anybody. NXT. Even open it up to former employees. Open the forbidden know. door and have Kenny open Omega. Open the door. <laughs> Kenny Omega <laughs> comes in and wins, and, and, and he's already he's going to be the Impact Champion, the AEW Champion, and now he's collecting the WWE. The the title that he has in like I think Mexico, like the AAA. Triple A, yeah. And then whatever the other titles he collects in between now and then, he's just going to have all the titles. He's going to have them all, you know, he's going to join on WWE and you're just going to hear 69 me Don, 69 me Don, mm-hmm. which and I it's still all going to happen in North Carolina, Carolina, because mm-hmm. they're from the greatest place in the world, the birthplace of professional wrestling, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. you know, I need to get that shirt though. I, I need to get the, the Don Callis, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega shirt. I need, yeah, I need I that too. in my life. I I've need, seen it, somebody, the like death match shirt, the white death match shirt that they mm-hmm. made. Somebody did that. And then they like tie dyed it red. So it looks like a lot cooler. I'm like, which I, I do, need someone to make that shirt for me. Cause I don't you know want to buy it. I just want to buy it that way. You know, And see, this is where if the open, if the forbidden door was open, I would love to see during the tag team championship match, freaking moxley and kingston come out Mm -hmm. because i'm sorry those are some of the best promos going in wwe or in in wrestling right now is moxley and kingston Mm -hmm. especially because they're breaking the fourth wall so much they're talking about how they uh, moxley saying he he's the worst money spent the biggest waste of money was talking shop a mania (laughs) you know just amazing stuff so wrestlemania the covid era wrestlemania's in summation of everything is it's a weird animal because with COVID and people contracting it and things going on, card is subject to change. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. Um, I think the WWE after this needs to start building their year long feuds again, quit with these month, you know, these feuds that you just kind of throw together and feuds yeah. that make no sense. Start. First of all, end the feuds that you have had going on for years, such as fiend and Orton. Yeah. Stop, you know, end those, get them done. Then go on to new new avenues and new feuds. Bring in the new stars. Wipe wipe the slate clean. Because guess what? At this point, nobody cares about Charlotte Flair anymore. She mm-hmm. has become the new Roman Reigns. She's being shoved down our throat. We're tired of the Omni Flair. Give us those people that we want to see. NXT is where it's at. Those players in NXT start giving mm-hmm. them a little more hype. You had NXT beat the shit out of your main roster at Survivor Series a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You're doing nothing with that. Yeah. Um, it's already proven, Vince. DX can build a better show than you and Bruce Pritchard can. I would like to see some of NXT be in Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to see them bring back the mixed match challenge with the, yes. the co-ed teams because they have so many at this point that they could do. And that could also yeah. be how you introduce Scarlet into the in-ring competition. I love Scarlet so much. Mm-hmm. Her and Karrion Cross are my everything. Yeah. And that's why I'm hoping as much as I love Balor, I'm yeah. hoping Cross wins. I, I, I Cross said, is- I think, I think Cross should go on and then either Balor, there's so many things they could do with him. You know, they could now put him in a tag team with O'Reilly have them go mm. after the tag titles 
he could go solo and do stuff. Like, he has so many things that he could do. He could potentially go back up to WWE for a while and try and have some title matches up there again. Whatever he wants. He, I mean, it's, it's literally, Cross, like, his board to do whatever he wants with. Cross is one of the best promos that they have currently. Oh. He, him and Scarlet cut some of the best promos out there. I think we're going to have some great matches this WrestleMania. We're going to have some that probably going to be lackluster like every year there's always mm-hmm. a lackluster match has been since wrestlemania one um I, do i think this is going to be a five-star wrestlemania or one of the greatest in history no i don't i don't think that at all but i think there's going to be some good wrestling and it's going to be, gonna be one a memorable one you know this yes. is the first wwe event live with people in over a year um i don't know that if i've heard exactly how many actual tickets they're selling for this event but mm. I do know that they were all in like the section, the 200 and 300 sections. So, I mean, this will be one for the fans. This will be one, you know, the first one after the world kind of is back to normal. Especially now, you know, WWE went like a whole year without even saying the word COVID, but now they have all the vaccine campaigns and everything going. So it's like now they're on board. <laughs> yeah, they're they're fully on board with this COVID now. Yeah, so. It, it's all there. I think that it's going to set up whatever happens next. I will say that it is going to be a little weird going from people on Saturday and Sunday to screens on Monday. Mm-hmm. I think I, I still, people try and tell me the reasoning. It still doesn't make sense to me because of what AEW and all the other wrestling organizations are doing. But currently, Tropicana Field is a baseball stadium. It, it is outdoors. They could have been doing what AEW is doing and just open it up and have fans in the upper levels and had people there. But for some reason they're not, I don't know why it's a moot point at this point. Cause they're moving because baseball has started now. Um, but I mean, hopefully they start doing something else in the future. Hopefully, Yeah. And then next year, WrestleMania is in Texas back to one night. Hopefully it just stays at one night. Cause although then it's going to be like a 10 hour show. Cause there's going to be like 20,000 matches, but I know. Right. I just hope there's not a lot of pre-shows. I don't want to devote my entire Saturday and Sunday to one event. I have other things to watch. And we'll see what happens with Peacock. We'll see. I can't wait. So this concludes our 2021 WrestleMania predictions. I'm sure we'll be back for WrestleMania in 2022. We'll be back for Money in the Bank. Anything Mm -hmm. else that happens in between then? So, we'll be here as the, as the forbidden door opens. We will always be here for that. Yes, we we are always have we have our ring doorbell on the forbidden door. When it opens, we will be there recording everything and sending it out into the ether. So, spin once again. Where can people find you? What is your so Twitter, NRDRGE Renegades, Nerd Rage Renegades. Hopefully we will be getting a new Nerd Rage Renegades podcast soon on Podbean. We've been out for a couple weeks. It's been it's been a little funky over the last couple weeks. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of settling in with this whole divorce thing and there's been some stuff going on. Um, but trying to get a new show out hopefully soon uh, on, on Podbean. And of course, whenever she wants me here, uh, Panda knows I'm always here yep. on the Panda cast. So, and uh, Twitch, Nerd Rage Renegades on Twitch, which uh, I was streaming the other day. We had a hype train going of over 20 subscribers. 
we had we had 20 gift subs to our twitch the other night so fantastic wonderful and i recently got my covid vaccine so i am ready to go as of sunday when the world is back to normal when there is a con happening i'm there you can find us wherever we decide to pop up Mm -hmm. and you can follow the podcast at pandacast pod on twitter follow me at rainbow underscore sarah and don't forget to check out wrestlemania on peacock prices vary that's all i'm gonna say yes and until next time we will see you guys later bye everybody